0: Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome specifically to episode 196 for Monday, November 8th, 2021. Let me get some music going. Good morning. Happy Monday. Here we go. Back to the grind, right? Life is cyclical, isn't it? It ebbs and flows. And of course, uh, here in... The good old US of A. Monday means for most people. Nose back to the grindstone. Let's get some shit done. Let's let's earn our bacon. Let's feed our families. Blah blah blah. So if you are looking at that sort of thing, uh, I feel for you. I want to encourage you. Uh, you know, get out there. Let's let's earn some do me. We've got a pretty a pretty good VIP. Podium finish brewing. Amber Glow is on quite the hot streak. Amber Glow is in the gold medal position again. We have the Chicago tank. Oh my goodness, we have a stunning redhead in the live stream. This is really a joyous occasion then. Our dear Georgie girl is in the live stream. And and on the podium, a bronze medal podium finish for Georgie girl. This is tremendous. This is wonderful. Happy Monday to everyone. I think this bodes well. It's going to be an interesting show. You know what have what have I been doing? Well, I had a pretty good weekend, right? I I was I went out, I went out to the country. I did some deer hunting. I'm going to get into that. You know, in in as much detail as I can. Robo kitties in the house, another VIP pepperoni. Here we go. We are building up. It's so lovely to see Georgie Girl in the uh, in the live stream. So if you guys, I, I first want to harken back actually to Friday's show. That's the first thing I want to do. If you'll recall, the show went kind of an interesting direction. Excuse me. Hold on. Cough button. And, uh, you know, doing this show live like I do and with uh, phone lines open, etc., you never know how it's going to go. And what happened on Friday is I had kind of a main idea going in. I said on Friday, I was going to show you guys the cutest thing that exists on the Internet. And I was about to do that. I was in the flow of the show. I was about to get to the cutest thing on the Internet. And then what happened? One of the uh, goofiest things on the Internet and most interesting and, and, and mysterious things on the Internet called me. Our very own yak horseman called in you know I, i'd say uh we were about 20 minutes into the show i was just about to reveal the cutest thing on the internet and then yak with the height and the hair and the the uh new york uh accents but the uh the baby face you know he's fascinating we love when he calls in yak calls in and then the, sh- the show just took a different direction I was kicking around over the weekend, cleaning stuff up, getting rid of stuff. And then I I stumbled upon, yet again, the cutest thing on the internet. And I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't share that with the pepperonis yet. I can't let that go by, right? Maybe let's start our week with the cutest thing on the internet. (laughs) Georgie says, yak is the cutest thing on the internet. This may very well be. I, I would accept that. He's definitely a cute kid. Weird, interesting. He's a riddle wrapped inside an enigma. That's one of the reasons I like him. Uh, so maybe we should start there. Let's start with the cutest thing on the internet. Now, here we go. In this new scenario, of course, you people in the live stream right now, you're well aware. I'll explain it to Spo Tiffy. All right, we're we're in the new paradigm live streaming again because I'm still having trouble with Reddit. It's going to be very interesting to see. Is this long term trouble with Reddit? Um, what is going on? Is it long term? It remains to be seen. But I think this week it's going to flesh itself out. Some people are really betting that uh, I'm banned from Reddit. I think Sofa 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 is one of them who comments. By the way. Damn, Tony, you look good thinner. a boy, sofa. Thank you. I'm feeling good. Tank says, Reddit is dead to me unless you get back on there. I appreciate it. I mean, I really want to. I love Reddit. I mean, for what it is. I, I might not actually do the live show from Reddit much anymore. I'm not totally sure. But right now, I'm dead in the water. I can't live stream anything on Reddit. I could foresee maybe going to a point where I'm we're, we're doing Reddit almost, you know, whatever, a lunch hour, a cocktail hour, we're hanging out, ask me anything, all that sort of shit. But we're doing the actual show from uh, whatever this thing is, Hooters, Tatas, Melon, Melon, that's what I use anyway. The overlords put ketchup on their hot dogs. I have no idea what that means, Tank, but I'll bet it's funny. So let's get to the cutest thing on the internet, okay? Let's see what it is. Now, uh, again, I wanted to show you guys uh, this on Friday and didn't get around to it. And yet again, it's a video. And on this new paradigm, I won't say that I'm totally comfortable with video. So if my audio ducks out, don't freak out. I'm still here. Let me introduce you to the cutest thing on the internet, everybody. Here she goes. Now this is the epitome of a dinky do. This cute little girl is walking through, I'm going to say it's a Costco, and she is just waving to everybody. And her mother, thank God, pulled out the phone and recorded this whole thing. She's walking around. She has the uh, pacifier in her mouth. She's that age of dinky Doo. Now look at this. She stumbles upon an older lady. She's like, you look like a grandma. You you need a hug. You're so special. You need a hug. I honestly, I find this to be the most heartwarming video I've seen in a long, long time. This, uh, you know, the magic of kids. This, this little kid is showing us teaching us what we already knew hugs are good right let's let's look at her again hold on hugs are good you know this is she's at an age look look at everyone light up everyone just lights up all she has to do is wave to you they light up it makes their day this is what a great reminder do you imagine can you imagine what life would be like if we all just kind of treated each other this way I know that'll never happen. I know that's an impossibility. But uh, I I just find it to be very hardening. Don't you wonder, is this kid going to grow up and be this friendly at all times? I know a lot of kids aren't this friendly when they're dinky-doos like this. I, I, I I hope that she will be that friendly throughout her life. And it's a reminder. Now, what's interesting is... Okay, she's like, she's a cute little, like, uh, Cindy Lou Who or whatever. She's right out of that uh, Dr. Seuss book. Is that who it is? Cindy Lou Who? Or is it Lucy Lou Who? Anyway, whoever it is, she eats the roast beast on, on Christmas and all that stuff. And uh, Tank says, kids are much better than us. Yeah, yeah. yeah that kind of gets to... Uh, a point where, um, you know, I want to get to, isn't it interesting to think about, of course, a cute little dinky do people are going to light up when saying, hello, hello. Hi, how are you? Let me give you a hug, right? Everyone lights up. What I want to know is what is the age where now that flips? If you walk around a Costco, if I walked around a Costco, hello, hello. Oh, you need a hug. Now, now, maybe, maybe, maybe I could pull that off. Probably not. Maybe I could. I'm a very, you you guys know I'm gregarious and all that stuff. But the average person walking through Costco saying, hi, hi. Let's take, let's bump that age up to uh, whatever. I don't know. 17 years old, 18 years old. You're walking around saying hi and offering people hugs. Now you're. Now you're a psycho. Now they're calling security. <laughs> now people are walking away. It's probably younger than 17 years old where that flip happens. It really does make me wonder though. If we if we took this lesson What are, what are you guys talking about with the cowbell? What I heard the or I saw the needs more cowbell. I'm curious about what you guys are talking about. Yeah, so I agree with uh, Saranar 42. Hello, welcome to the show. Saranar says, uh, at like about 13, they expect teenagers to be miserable. <laughs> right. So I guess it would be very off-putting if a teenager, you know, walked around Costco. Excuse me, ma'am, put down that rack of ribs so I can give you a hug. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, Tony's gonna get himself arrested. Yeah, by walking around Costco giving hugs. I mean, I guess that's where we're at, right? Is that where we're at? Is this sort of behavior shunned? It almost makes me want to be, uh, like do it a little experiment. Go around with a video, a little video crew and just walk around Costco and start giving hugs. Georgie says you'd be seen as a quote special unquote guy. I th- I think I I get what you're saying with that, Georgie. I think. Wait a minute, wait a minute, salt salty. Am I gonna new uh? I'm gonna need new hats. Oh, you think because of my weight loss, I'm gonna need new hats? Are you saying I'm a fathead? I've been a fathead. <laughs> can you imagine? And I agree with Sofa. It is the coffee steaks that are helping me to slim down. This I think today. Today, let, let's mark the event. Maybe, uh, maybe our in-house historian Amber can write this down. Today is really the first day where I got my first uh, weight loss comment. Un um, unprompted through the comments today. Gropa dope is what hugging strangers co- is called. Tank. All right, Sernar says you lost weight. Was it the rowing machine? I mean, I- I'm sure the rowing machine played some sort of part, but I- I'm g- guessing it's a little part. I just have changed my diet a whole lot. I really, I'm doing uh, very low carbs and I feel tremendous. I I eat bait, generally the same thing every day. This is turning into Keto, keto Talk here again today. Um... Yeah, I, I could be just losing water, Robo, that's, that's true. I mean, I expect this to slow down. I've lost, uh, last time I checked, I was down 15 pounds. In about like two and a half, three weeks, something like that. So we'll see how it goes. But, um, you know, so far so good. You know, if I'm walking around the Costco hugging people, is it better to do that at a healthy body weight? Or if I were a fat guy, would people see me as a jovial fat guy? Oh, that guy can't hurt me. He's just a, a goofy fat guy walking around giving hugs. I don't know. I, I kind of think either way, people wouldn't like it. That's my guess. Selfie with the compliments. Thank you, everybody. This, uh, yeah, everything's fitting different. Everything's feeling different. I feel great. I was on the, uh, as I said, I was on the farm yesterday. Um, I w- went hunting out uh, around, around the farm. You guys know, rural Wisconsin, right? And, uh... It was a great time. Oh my God, getting out into the fresh air. Especially this time of year, you get to see the leaves turning. It's a good old time. We got out uh, really quite early. I think we were at our spot, at our hunting spot by... Well, by 6.30, something like that, 6.30 a.m. I think sunrise was, I don't know, 7.30, something like that. Just the sounds. The, the the audio track of of nature it's unbelievable and then even things like when you're when you're looking at actually trying to uh, take down a deer when you're trying to feed yourself all that stuff is heightened it's fascinating how that stuff is kind of built into you I feel like yesterday I've done very little hunting very little but a little bit I would definitely want to get more into it but I feel like I just skimmed the surface. I, I was introduced a little bit to uh just this idea of like there's something inside of you that uh you know it has an instinct for this hunting thing. Robo was talking about her feet. Okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> oh my gosh. But the sound, the soundtrack of nature, and uh, I kept thinking that I was hearing a deer like step on a stick and stuff out out in the woods, but I think really it turns out it was squirrels fucking with us. I think sometimes it it, it appears that maybe squirrels um, kind of run some interference for deers. Squirrels make a ruckus over here, and the deer's passing over there. I don't know. But we got so close we had we were so close to a shot two different bucks actually at the same moment they were about to duke it out there was some sort of there was some sort of uh now i don't know my terminology okay so so bear with me boom yes georgie georgie says it she nails it georgie says Yesterday, I watched a pair of bucks fighting over a doe. Thank you. This gives me the terminology. These were two bucks that were about to throw down. They were about to throw down. There was some sort of Jennifer Aniston looking deer in the area. There must have been a doe. Because one, it was fascinating. One of these bucks, you could tell, too young, too small. The other buck was gigantic. I mean... This is the kind of deer that could very easily give you a new windpipe if, if it came upon you. And this skinny deer, it, we could I could look at it. It's like you're gonna get you're about to get your ass kicked, dude. But he was overcome with uh, just the the love of this uh, Jennifer Aniston uh, looking deer, doe that must have been out there. You know, and isn't this the way life is? Oh, the things you do for love. But what happened was we were nice and close. We were we were within ten yards of getting a, a shot. Ten yards. And just finally in that last ten yards we're we're creeping up on this these guys. And one of them noticed. And it's so funny. They were both they were about to throw down. It's like, I'm going to kill you because I want to bang this doe. And it's mine. Alright? They they were in that. I'm going to. And then in, a, in an instant, they were both on the same page. They were just like, dude, let's run for our lives. And they just, whew, they just, you know, they're like, uh, they're, it's deer are like dolphins. The way they can jump, it looks like a dolphin show. It's amazing. So there went, um, they, <laughs> Serenar agrees, right? Love can make you truly do anything. It's goofy that way. It really is. Um. so we missed our deer so I had to stand there just looking at starvation right that'll it's interesting but it was a fun time so after that we then it's like so we're near the farm and it's like uh, alright let's do something useful we're out here there's always something I've learned there's always something to do on the farm always without fail there's always something to do the city kid in me wanted to be like we lost fuck it let's go let's go get a frappuccino (laughs) no instead we went to the farm and we uh we did all sorts of shit actually some carpentry yesterday I did more carpentry I was involved in carpentry I mean I wasn't the main driver because I don't know how that shit works but, uh, fuck, I did carpentry. It was tremendous. We built, so uh, they're raising, they're going to raise rabbits on the farm. And uh, we built these tables. I think I posted them to Twitter at Chicago Tony, if anyone wants to see the pictures from the farm yesterday. There's a uh, beautiful house cat that looks very much like Robo Kitty's Tyler. That cat is called Butterscotch. And, uh... There's a picture of these tables we built to put the uh, rabbit cages on. That's not gonna be the best life, I think, for the rabbits. I mean... It's a little confining, but it is what it is. I mean, am I gonna eat some? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Just like, uh... Elmer Fudd, right? I'm the Elmer Fudd out there. Dreaming of rabbit stew and everything. We'll see how it goes. So we built these tables. It was so much fun. I had never done that much carpentry in my life. They look good. The pictures are on Twitter. What else did we do? Cleaned up, cleaned out a bunch of stuff. Oh, we, oh, here's something. All right. So they're, they're putting, uh, this is where the garden is. I've been working the garden last two summers. Now next summer, it's going to be behind the, uh, farmhouse and the shop. It's going to be in a different area. And uh, so we walked out. We were sort of walking off the area. Oh, my God. This is going to be a one-acre garden. Gigantic. But anyway, what's funny is the garden is in a a pasture where basically all of the animals of the Ark hang out, right? There's horses, gigantic horses. There's a mule. There's dogs. There's cats. And so we were we were walking off this area trying to figure out, okay, here where are we gonna build fence for this garden and all this stuff? And uh it's it's just where these all these animals roam and it's off putting to a city guy like me. Let's get Tank's music homework out of the out of the way. It's Pantera. This love Pantera. What a fabulous fabulous era Pantera was. A little rhyming this morning, you know. Just I'm trying to put out a good show. <laughs> anyway, so to a city kid like me, it's unsettling having these gigantic animals roaming around. And what I've learned is, especially the horses. They they, they use draft draft horses on the in this farm. They they live kind of like Amish people, almost. They're they're a uh, they're within a. They're within uh, one of those chin beards away of just living just like Amish people. They already have the Amish hats and all that stuff. Anyway, I took a little thing on my phone. Let's see if I can play it for you guys. This one even has audio on it. These horses, they're like puppies. They're like dogs. They they come up and uh, say hello to you. Say good morning. What are you doing? What do you taste like? Whatever. And they're... Fuck, I don't know how heavy these things are. They're like the size of a one of those smaller school buses. If you know what I mean. I, I These things are gigantic. Let's see if I can actually pull this up. Here's, here's a video I took. This is going to mute the music for a second. But check out how big this sucker is. Here we go. Don't get me, please. Don't get me. Hi. Hi. How are you? Don't hurt me, big horse, okay? Yeah, baby. Don't get me. Hi. You're gigantic. You're a giant. Isn't that thing just gigantic? Could you guys believe that? It's, as I said, it's unsettling for these things to just willy-nilly walk up to you. They're like free-range. What are they, Pachyderm? (laughs) Tank says, horses always greet you by saying, hey. (laughs) That's a good one. That is a good one. So, I mean, uh, now that gigantic horse that came up to say hi to me was um, generally, you know, very nice, very friendly. Again, it seemed like it was a puppy just interested in me. And, but later in the day, we were sitting around out there on something. I was sitting on a log or something, and that horse came up again. And this time... It came up to say hi, and I'm a little more comfortable. And so now he's he's like uh, with his with his lips. He's checking out what's in my pockets. You know, he's found my car keys. He's like, what? This is interesting. Now the owner of these horses, right? I've learned over time, farmers, at least the ones I hang out with, they will almost never tell you when you're in danger. They assume you know. So when one of these farmers actually says, hey, be careful... That's when you know, holy shit, batting down the hatches, something could go wrong. This horse is playing with my keys in my pocket. And, uh, he's like, um, that horse is gonna bite you. In a second. And then, so then my whole attitude changed. Yes, Tank says the horse wanted to horse around. My attitude changed. And, uh... Now now I switch to, now I don't want you to interact with me, you thing the size of one of those small school buses. And it turns out, no, something that size is going to have its way. I tried to reason with this horse. And so the only thing that helped is the the, the owner, the owner of the farm that we we're on. He used his lingo. He's he has he can make those horses do anything just with a couple words. He said some sort of Amish-sounding word to this thing, and the guy the, the horse totally backed off. Totally backed off. I think he's yeah, something Amish like he said like a you're gonna burn in hell if you bite that that nice man something like that. So so I was saved, but I couldn't do it trying to physically fend off this horse wasn't gonna happen wasn't gonna happen is it a quarter horse oh fishing for quarters in my pocket is that what you mean ode to none good to see you this morning happy monday how's everyone doing having a good day here's my this is a oh i haven't taken the sticker off yeti this is one of my yeti cups i'll explain this in a second so i went to the uh I went to the sporting goods store on, I don't know, Saturday because it was explained to me if I'm going to be out in the wilderness and uh, and it's deer hunting season, um, everyone out there in the wilderness is, they're in this, again, this mindset where um, it's this mindset of like, I got to get food, got to get food, got to get food, And so they're going to maybe have an itchy trigger finger. You know what I mean? And so it was explained to me wear an orange vest, these deer can't see orange, but most of the hunters can see orange. Who knows what this, this horse may very well have been named Jebediah tank. (laughs) Oh my God. So I was at the sporting goods store to get an orange vest, right, and an orange hat because I'm not gonna fuck around. If there's a hunter out there that's hungry enough, has a tight, tight enough belt loops, and just needs some calories, I'm not getting. There, there's gonna be no part of me out there that looks like Bambi, okay? Nothing orange. I was decked out in orange, and uh, but so these um. So, I'm in the checkout, and there were these Yeti coffee cups, which, trust me, I get that this is uh, overpriced horse shit, I totally get it, but I had a moment of weakness, and and I picked up two of these bad boys. Now, the thing that just kind of, you open up these things, and Yeti wants you to register your coffee mugs. Register your coffee mugs. I just think that's a bit much. It's like uh, they, they wanted me to think that I, I just bought a, a refrigerator. Here, register your... um, What is that thing called where they, they'll replace it if something goes wrong? Warranty? To put your warranty into effect, register your coffee mug. No. It's a c- fucking coffee mug. I'm not going to do that shit. It's a coffee mug. I'm not going to mail in your registration card. And how does that work? How do, how do people keep track of that shit? Are there people out there? Thank you, lady letter carrier. It is a warranty. Are there people out there that actually do that? Uh, There must be. How do you keep all that? So like, so like in three years, let's say whatever the O ring in this thing fails. I got to think to myself, all right, all right. I, I have a warranty and I sent in that warranty card. And then you have to know where to go to pull out the warranty. This is not going to happen for me. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Are you serious? Wait a minute. Otanon says problem with Yeti is they donate to the anti-gun lobbyists. Is this true? Why the hell would a product that's sold in, in sporting goods stores be anti-gun? <clears throat> See, Robo Kitty is way more organized than I am. Robo says, I keep warranties and manuals in a drawer. Well, thanks for making it sound so simple, Robo Kitty. For some reason, I can't, I don't think that way. I don't know why it is. I can't do it. Whatever. Georgie says, as expensive as those things are, I'd stand in the card and probably get a rider on my insurance policy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do hate myself. I will say, though, I bought a facsimile of this. Um. Now, you guys have seen me use a black one that's sort of this shape. It is not a Yeti. I still have that. But there's a precursor to that one that I bought at uh, the Walmart, I think. And sure enough, that thing did fall apart. The plastic top. Or no, no, the black one I have does not have a top. The, The top fell apart. I bought it at Walmart. So I guess we'll call this an experiment. I went top shelf now with the Yeti. And we'll see if it holds together. I can tell you just by holding it, it's way more substantial. You know, it is way more substantial. So it feels beefier. We'll see how it goes. Would someone? I guess this is another job for Amber, right? Is Amber? Maybe Amber should file my warranty cards. She's documenting everything else. Is Amber in? Oh yeah, Amber had the gold medal finish. Very nicely done, Amber. Very nicely done. What time is it? Oh my God, it's 7.30 already? Holy shit. All right, let me try. um, Let's get into the mailbag. I know we're backing up. I might need to... Maybe this is something I could do on Reddit. Just do some mailbag from time to time. Because I'm getting behind. The money pennies are constantly warning me. Okay, let's see what we got. Let's see. Dear sir, do you enjoy styling your facial hair... And how did you develop this skill? This is from Leonard. (laughs) Okay, weird start to the mailbag, people. Uh, Leonard, um, I don't have uh, facial hair. Right? Smooth as a baby's bottom. I haven't had uh, facial hair since college. I did have a beard in college. Everyone thought... um, that uh, I looked way way too old to be in college. Yeah, Leonard is uh, clearly a big fan. Georgie, we te- how does this get past the money pennies? <laughs> I got to talk to Becky about that one. It's like, did they, did she leave that in just to see how I would react, or is she is she phoning it in? Yeah, Leonard. Uh, yeah, no, I don't uh, braid my beard hairs or whatever. Leonard is a hamburger short of a happy meal," says Tank. Okay, we're all for one on the mailbag. We're gonna plow through Leonard's question. Okay, uh, next letter. Hey Tony, I really like the way you dress. What inspired you to dress up so much every day? Do you uh, do you dress like this when you are not on camera? Thank you for all your content. This is from Philip, from Greenwood, Delaware. Thank you for your letter, Philip. Thanks for the compliment. That's very nice to hear. You know, I was talking to a uh, a VIP pepperoni on on the Discord on the video thing once, and it was like a it was a Saturday morning, and she or he said, uh, "Why are you dressed up?" And I, I was just like, "No, this is just how I dress every day." And truth be told. Truth be told, I don't feel like this is dressing up. I actually, if I had my druthers, I would uh, dress more formally than this. So I, I think we're at a weird uh, moment in time in our history where just in general as a society, we uh, we have become so much more casual. I'm not sure that's a totally good thing. And uh, I would probably just as... Soon, uh, want to wear a jacket. But that's just so going out of style that people look at you like you're kind of a weirdo or an eccentric now. Amber says, my top button isn't so bad anymore. It doesn't look like I'm being choked. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Oh, Lady Letter Carrier has a nice comment. She says, you look very well put together, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, if, you, if you've ever looked at uh, old photographs from way back in the day, um, like, uh, you know, from the 20s or the 10s or the whatever, I, I really kind of love that because everyone was so well-dressed. Everyone had a tailor because that's all there was. Everyone walked around in suits and dresses. And... Uh, I just, you know, I think uh, I, I think there was something good about that. I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Lady says it's sad when going out to the theater, nobody really dresses anymore. Yeah, I agree. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to see blue jeans at the opera. It's just a thing. So thank you for the letter. I so yeah. Tank says everyone always had respect for themselves. Absolutely. I've been kicking around the idea of going th- to my tailor and really getting nuts. You know, like, let's put, let's, let's do some suits. Let's put some shit together. I'm torn, though. No pun intended. Because, um, you know, again, it's so out of style. You're kind of look like a, at like a weirdo. Like I used to, there was a time years ago where, I mean, I would always wear a suit to work. That's always what I did. But there was a time when in meetings, I was so much better dressed than everyone else that I started to realize I'm giving people a complex. I can't be sitting there with another business owner who's uh, in jeans and and a fucking Howdy Doody shirt. Can't do it. Oh, lady has it. This is interesting. Lady says, Tony, wait till you hit your goal. That might be an awesome way to celebrate, right? That's a good point. What a, what a way. Talk about taking a victory lap, huh? If I hit, if I hit a healthy body weight, I hit homeostasis. I I knew someone was going to ask this next question. Amber says, what is your goal? Well, I think. Um, maybe a, reason, a reasonable goal, right, would be weigh what I weighed when I graduated high school. Is that reasonable? Is that doable? I was so much lighter when I graduated high school. I don't even know where to be. It's hard to fathom. If I told you what I weigh today and I told you what I weighed When I was in high school, people would just wonder, did, did he have a, an extra appendage added, a third leg, two torsos, what the hell happened? How do you get from high school weight to where you're at now? And I would say, you know, the answer to, to that question, how do I get from point A to point B? Funyuns, zebra cakes, and hot fries. (laughs) I haven't taken very good care of myself, people. That's a good idea, though, lady. Wait till I hit my goal. I like that. All right, let's see what else we got. Thank you for your letter, Philip, and your compliment. I appreciate it. Next letter. Hey, Tony, if you were granted one trip back in time to alter or prevent a single historical event from happening or to change the course of history in some way, what would it be? This would. Uh, this is from Ed from Elkins. West Virginia. So like if I had access to one like time machine trip and I could go back in time. To change one thing. Now you don't say how important the historical event has to be. I'm one of those. I think uh, in general, many historical events, even if you change them, I don't know if it would ultimately in the long term really change the course of history. So, I mean, you know, some people might say, uh, whatever. You know, <laughs> somehow dissuade the, whatever, the JFK assassination, right? Do a call in, be careful, don't go past that book's depository, right? In Dallas. But I don't think I'd do that because i uh... I'm not sure that would really change anything. They they would have killed Kennedy. If, if I foiled that plot, they would have killed Kennedy. There was actually a previous, he was supposed to be killed in Chicago. You Chicago people, um, I think there was, uh, in the reader, there was a great article years ago that laid it all out. There was a plot, a Chicago plot that was foiled. And they actually turned Kennedy's plane around. Maybe that was a dude in a time machine. <laughs> and this this underscores my point someone maybe in a one of those one trip time machines went back and foiled the chicago plot of the JFK assassination and this proves my point because then they just moved to dallas okay we'll off him in dallas blammo so i don't think i would do that i, I maybe i would look at it selfishly and just be like okay for myself to enrich my own life how would i do something different i mean uh the first thing that comes to mind is actually i can remember years ago they did a they did a sour cream and onions doritos that uh was just a promotional short run these things were so goddamn delicious i can't even tell you So much so, now I didn't get a whole lot of junk food when I was growing up. I I made up for lost time. But um, these things were so good that it actually was life-changing when they discontinued them. It was just a short thing. I don't know if it was a trial or what it was. But one day, sour cream and onions, Doritos are in my life. It's the best thing ever. It's life-changing. And then like two months later, they're nowhere to be found. So maybe I would make it to that. I would love to sit in on that board meeting or whatever. Where someone was like, yeah, they're selling okay, but yeah, it's a no-go. If I could have sat it, ridden my time machine to sit in that meeting with pom-poms and whatever, and just a bag of those things and all the, all the, the cheese residue all over my face, just to show them someone out there is so addicted to these goddamn things don't pull them off the shelf i think i would be there covered in in the in the 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 sour cream and onion paraphernalia (laughs) just saying i can't be the only one that's addicted to these things just keep it going keep it going Tank would have done a Bears redraft, huh? Yeah, for which sees So many seasons, huh? Oh, Tank says, uh, getting back to that previous question, Tank says, I put on 70 pounds since high school, but now it's old man strength. Yeah, there's some of that. Let's see, how much weight have I put on since high school? I- I'm actually not going to say it's too horrific. You know? Oh, see, uh Georgie is on the same wavelength. Georgie says I would do something selfish, change something small but impactful on my own life. Like yeah, and uh, totally. Now with me, it's sour cream and onion Doritos. Maybe that's I'm just not I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, you know. That's a good one, Amber. Amber says, I would have found Sister Marie before she came a sister. Hubbla hubbla Boomski. Yeah, talk about that would have been life changing. That would have been life changing. And Georgie with the mental gymnastics. You guys, Georgie has me figured out to, a, to an amazing level. And it needs to stop. Georgie says, Would Marie have been the challenge I wanted? That is a good question. That is a very good question. Um, For you guys just tuning in, I'm a tortured individual, okay? It's not easy being the big diesel. It's easy, but it's not easy, if you know what I mean. Let's see, 746 in the AM. What else do we have in the mailbag? Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I've been dating a guy for about four months and it's going pretty well, but he has some habits that are continually grating on me. He consistently performs many of the old school gestures like opening the door for me, pushing in my chair at a restaurant, putting his umbrella over my head in a rainstorm, etc. I just can't help feeling these gestures are a bit Demeaning to me. I don't think he knows and respects how strong I am. Can you think of a way that I can get him to understand that I like to take care of myself? I expect that this will damage his male ego. So any ideas on how to do this gently? This is Brianna from Cumberland, Maryland. Brianna, good job trying to let him down gently. I can tell you're clearly dating a psycho. And this has to stop. Brianna, I think the only... um, I think the only thing to do, because this guy is clearly so far gone, You need to break it off, Brianna. We can't have dudes going around opening doors, pushing in chairs. This poor fella. He's just so 1960s, right? Um... Yeah, Brianna, you need to break up with this person right now. Put him put him out of his misery. Make sure that this guy doesn't make a horrible mistake. You need to do it. And you're, yeah, what is with Brianna's? <laughs> what is with Brianna's? Tank says another Brianna. Brianna's are oblivious, mental, uh, mentally incapable of life, are obviously mentally incapable of life. Yes, this is like at least the second Brianna who I hate. Spare the dude, the woke nonsense, says Georgie girl. Yeah, lady letter carrier. Very nice. Bless you for this comment. Lady says, give me his contact info. I'd appreciate these gestures. Brianna, you know, it's not your fault that you're so strong. And uh and uh I would say put this fella out of his misery. This this poor wayward uh, fellow. And um you know, maybe maybe he can find some uh a weakling, right? He's he's destined to have some weakling who's going to let him open a door for her and uh and uh you know Put, cover cover her with an umbrella, okay, Brianna. And um, also, Brianna, I'm gonna admit to you, all right. I'm guilty of some of this shit too. So it's best if you never tune into the show again. All right, because God forbid, God forbid, if through osmosis, right? if if you're too, even if it's even if my show is background sound right while you're doing something like uh changing your motor oil right or maybe you're uh cleaning out your own septic tank right in your backyard cuz uh you know you don't need dudes obviously you're super strong so if you're using my show as background sound don't take the risk of my bullshit seeping into your thing you don't want because again full disclosure i'm a dude that opens stores and everything too okay so i think it's best for you you've got such a good run going don't ever listen to my fucking show again not once brianna it's for your own good you got to preserve what you've built okay all right Robo says you guys are hilarious. Yeah. Like the guy is being nice and polite. What the hell is wrong with people? I don't know. You can't you can't question brilliance, right? And Brianna has it going on. She's a modern woman. I am woman, hear me roar. You know? Fuck you, Brianna. <laughs> Don't ever listen to my show again. Okay. I can't end, uh, end on that letter. I gotta go somewhere else. Dear Tony, I have an ex-boyfriend that I hate. It's been six years since we dated, and I find thoughts of him occupying my mind almost on a daily basis, not because I want to get him back, but because I can't believe how poorly he treated me. I hope it's not more of this opening door shit. Um, Let's see. I think he might fit the classic description of a narcissist. Anyway, my question is, how do I move on in life and get over that grand mistake of a relationship? I don't want this to be occupying so much of my daily thoughts. Thank you for all your advice. This is from Kelly B. Kelly B. Okay. All right, Kelly. Thank you for your letter. So you have a shitty... Um, old relationship that uh, you're still thinking about today, and so, um, so here's the deal. All right, we'll cut to the chase. I'll try and I'll try and lay this out for you. First of all, disclaimer. Okay, I'm just an idiot on the internet, right? I live alone. I cry myself to sleep every night. All that shit, right? So, don't. Don't come here looking for uh, really good advice, but I'll give you my thoughts. Here it is. All right, so yes, you had a shitty relationship. Maybe the guy was, uh, whatever you say, a narcissist, a psychopath, or whatever. I think if you're uh, reliving, 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 if your brain can't get off of this, it's uh, because there's something um, in your mind where you're trying to make sure that doesn't happen again that was shitty enough that you want to make sure it doesn't happen again. So, um, you can, I mean, there's a few ways to look at this one technique that you can do is actually to really, instead of kind of saying in your mind, all right, I'm done thinking about this, done thinking about this. You could go the other way and like get on a pen and paper, just write everything out about the whole thing and try and look for. How could I have done this differently so I didn't get into this situation? How did I, how, why did I burn whatever these many years with this total asshole, blah, blah, blah. If you go out the other way and get very, very detailed and a real deep dive and really get to the roots of it, then maybe your brain can can relax because you've looked at every angle, you've thought about it, everything. That's one way to do it. Another way to do it is, uh, I think just, um, time. Sounds like you've already got some time. So that, that might not work very well, but I think it will get better and better and better over time. A third way, I'll just a random, this is, don't quote me on this, but there's this Tony Robbins book. I think it's Awaken the Giant Within. There's this technique within his book that, uh it's either it's one of two books there's he wrote a book called unlimited power he wrote a book called awaken the giant within it they obviously work because look at me what a great life i have going but uh he did in one of those books he, he there's a technique for forgetting shit that's really really interesting and it works now for me it's a scary i don't want to forget shit but there is a way to do it pick up pick up those books if you want to uh you know tanks got a good a good point don't take out your shitty relationship on the next relationship he wasn't there very true very true georgie says she sounds traumatized and i think uh really does need help getting over it yeah so maybe a counselor talk to a professional um couldn't hurt so whatever I hope you get uh, better, Kelly. Thank you for writing it. Good luck, dear. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, as a single person, tell me about the way you use the dishwasher. This actually will speak volumes about you as a person. Do you wait until it's full uh, to run it? Or do you run it every night? Do you wash dishes daily by hand to conserve water and energy? This is from Kayla G. Well, that's an interesting question. So the way I do dishes speaks volumes about me, huh? Is this getting... I uh, This this uh, smacks to me of... Uh, we're tr- maybe trying to protect the planet here, right? I'm fully aware that... Um, if I don't do my dishes just right... The planet will die. <laughs> it's a terrifying thought. I really want to do my dishes just right. So that this uh this fragile this fragile planet that hangs in the balance can survive. Do I use the Will someone tell me do I use the green that green palm olive shit? Or like the blue what's the other dish soap? Ivory? Joy? The, do I use the blue or the green? Do I do it in the sink? Do I do it in the dishwasher? Are our, our freaking uh, Galapagos turtles what doing? One of the two is gonna kill Galap- Galapagos turtles versus letting them flourish. I can't take the responsibility. Anyway, to answer your question, here's what I do. I'm sure it's wrong, Kayla. What I do is, uh, uh, it's going to be controversial. So I run my dishwasher every night. So I do pretty much all my own cooking. I mean, I eat out here and there, but not much. Ode says, Ode says, the fact that she's asking that question speaks volumes about her. Yes. Very nicely done. Very nicely done, Ode to Nun. Who asked the question like that? That is hilarious. I eat the pods. <laughs> Rubble says you eat the pods. Yeah, what the hell was with that pod eating shit? That was a w- weird little chapter, wasn't it? Anyway, here's what I do. At night, I run my dishwasher. And uh it's not it's not um it's not always full to the gills. And still I run my dishwasher, that's what I do at night. Mm-hmm. Throughout the day, I tend to fill it up with dishes. If I have to wash something in the sink, that means my dishwasher has shit the bed. Why would I wash dishes in the sink if if they're dishwasher safe? Why would I wash dishes in the sink if uh, if I have a dishwasher right next to the sink? I don't understand this. And if someone can convince me, right, that uh, the planet has you know planetary emphysema somehow because of us, we've been we've been forcing the planet to smoke eight cartons of camels a day. And then, and then by making these little personal tweaks Right, the, the planet is gonna actually reverse the emphysema And the planetary, uh Sugar diabetes it has or whatever else the fuck we did to the planet If someone could just Could just Just prove it to me That would be helpful And in, and until then I'm going to wash my dishes every night, even if it's not totally full. They, I I remember there's a, there's, I remember reading like the manual of my dishwasher. It's incredibly water. It preserves water like a mofo. I don't think it used that exact wording in the catalog, but I mean, it's water. It's efficient, right? So let me run my dishes. Tank says he only does dishes in the sink. That's just that's just him, he says. That's fine. A pan, beer or bourbon glasses and a fork and a knife. That's it. So that's that's very few dishes, right? And I think you're it it makes perfect sense to do them in the sink. That's fine. All I'm saying is If I do very few dishes, if I have very few dishes, but one of those dishes I know I want to use tomorrow, I will run the cotton-picking dishwasher that night. I don't give a shit. The planet's over there sitting in the corner, but but I'm on my last leg. I'm going to die. I'm not buying it. I wonder what the hell's going to happen to me after this stream. I wonder what the repercussions are going to be. I probably ought to be more careful. Anyway, listen, we're at 8.02 a.m. Thank you for the letters, except that, uh, what's her name, Brianna or Brittany? Brittany? Brianna? Um, (laughs) Otenant says, I'm going to run my dishwasher, drive my car, and burn my tires in the yard anytime I want. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, If you've ever, I've said it before, time and time again, if you ever, you're worried about the health of the planet, just stop doing yard work for about a month. You're going to be amazed at the, the earth practically will begin swallowing up your house. It's amazing the amount of work that it takes to, to fight back nature. That's just me. Brianna is a terrible human being says Tank and I agree if Brianna is still listening I want to remind her never turn on my show again you're too perfect you've got a good thing going and start your own podcast please you don't need to be a podcast listener Brianna you need to be a creator so you can be a shining example okay Okay, adios, everybody. Thank you for uh, spending time with me today. And uh, remember that I love you. I like you. It's a privilege to do this every day. Um, Until we meet again tomorrow morning, we're we're coming up on uh, 200th episode, should be this Friday, God willing. Um, Until we meet again, I want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody. And uh, I will see you tomorrow morning. Take care. Bye-bye.